Hey everybody, welcome to the Genuine Podcast. This is your regular host, uh, Ross. Um, just kidding, uh, I'm not your regular host. Uh, Ben's not here today because today we are talking about Valentine's Day and uh, the importance of relationships, uh, and he is single. But uh, not that's not nothing to make fun of Ben about, of course. But actually, the real reason why Ben isn't here is because he had a court date. Uh, he got... Uh, he got a, a, a charges filed against him with this whole firing of Jermaine thing, right? Rich. Yeah, saw it coming a mile away. I mean, there were some things that he did. Actually, we're not even supposed to talk about it. I oh, probably yeah, should yeah. stop right there, but I think he will be back I'm next week, I'm actually on the though. jury for that one, too, luckily, so even though it might be a conflict of issue, uh, interest since I hired him. But yes, today we are uh, doing a special edition podcast uh, as Valentine's Day is approaching this Monday. Is it Monday, correct? Hopefully I don't forget that, right? It is. We're going to th- try to get this out on Monday so yes. everybody can and listen so to it on. It's probably Valentine's Day today when you're listening to this, hopefully. And so for the occasion, we have decided to bring on our significant others. Would you say, both of you say hello? Hello. Hello. <laughs> and your name is so great. I'm Isabel, and I'm Ross's wife. I'm Vicky, and I'm Rich's wife. Yes, all right. <laughs> and so we're just going to be talking today about what what we don't like about each other. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be awesome. Awesome. Seven yeah. hour Happy podcast. Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, but as Valentine's Day is approaching, we just kind of want to open a question about that. What do you guys do for Valentine's Day? Uh, Vicky and Rich, how do you guys celebrate or feel about Valentine's Day? Yeah, so I, I'm, if you don't mind me starting, honey, um, I, I would say that <laughs> that's how we start our Valentine's Day. We start a little. I always ask permission. Yeah, he has to ask permission. I think uh, so. Valentine's is funny because I, I see a lot of people complain about it, and I, you know, you often get the. I don't need Valentine's Day to get my uh, spouse a gift and all that. And I always feel that that's a little bit of like an excuse in a sense of like, they'll say we celebrate Valentine's every day, but yet they don't. And I think Valentine's is good for us to like, we, we have a date plan. We're going to go out to dinner, but we do, we also do a budget thing where it's, we, we have a $5 budget each. We can get each other a $5. Not for dinner. It's not $5 not dinner. Not for dinner because that would be <laughs> McDonald's. The gift. We get like a $5 gift. Yeah. yeah. So we just, because we, we like, don't go crazy, but we, we love to just go out to eat together. And 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 hang out at night. So yeah, five dollar budget. She'll get me a but Mr. Good stressful. Bar. But it's not stressful. It's just like we hang out and we get something a little like small. Yeah. So I think it's, it's nice. important when when you have a holiday opportunity, why not um, bless your spouse? Why not do something nice? You know, you don't have to use like oh we do it every like Hallmark the the whole cliche. Mm-hmm. But what do you think, honey? Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. All right. Perfect. What do you guys do? Well, with most things in life, I'm very conspiratorial about them. Um, <laughs> I think Valentine's Day is just a capitalistic ploy. No, not really. Uh, I guess we use the day, Valentine's Day, kind of as an excuse to do something. But with a lot of things, like Christmas as well, we don't normally go big on gifts with each other. It's kind of like a weird thing that we have come to understand. Like, we have we come from the same budget. And so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, same money. It seems weird. You're buying I bought you a car, exactly. honey. Yeah. No, no, we yeah. bought a car. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like I can see the notification from the bank account of like he's right. like, what did he buy? About. Exactly. Why did he buy that Amazon? dress? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I mean, we don't really like celebrate it, and but we will like like to use it as an excuse. However, I know you have a different kind of a different uh, view for yeah, what I mean, for women. For women, I think it's like a a really big marketing thing to like make girls like guilt their boyfriends into like spending a lot of money on them and like girls like see other guys like 
going on huge dates and buying them expensive gifts and then they're like oh why don't you do that for me and then it Mm. causes a lot of i think issues and jealousy and you know just anger i think sometimes if like your spouse isn't living up to your expectations of what you see from other couples or what you see from movies and what you see from commercials big gifts from husbands are like because they probably did something wrong yeah (laughs) i want to know do women actually want a stuffed teddy bear and a box of chocolates and flowers for valentine's day or is that just like uh i would say thanks you can get me chocolate any day i will never be mad that you got chocolate get me chocolate every present like that's yeah as far as like a heart-shaped necklace (laughs) diamonds like no that's because i go if i'm like in the store around valentine's day like Every single guy's holding the same thing, and you're just Teddy wondering, like, is that, li- <laughs> does she really want to? Do, do they feel special that they're getting the same thing everyone else is getting? And or... that's true, Ross. It's on Valentine's. <laughs> it's like probably right towards the evening where everybody's going and getting the flowers or whatever, and making a panic move there. So yeah, but mm-hmm. at the same time, if I don't get Valentine's Day chocolate. I'm a little sad about yeah, it. Like, right. where's my box of right. chocolates? Yeah. My dad, growing up, my dad would actually get yes. my sister and I like a, the little heart with chocolates. And I feel like that was awesome because it's like small, but it made you feel special. Yeah. So I don't know. I think yeah. that's cool. Do you do that for Sadie, Rich? I have. Yeah, yeah I have gotten it. As a matter of really fact, sweet you, you just reminded me I'm going to get something for her. For this Valentine's. I always get them stuff, like just like that, like a little thing of chocolate. Yeah, my dad did the same thing. I still have little stuffed animals up on my wall in my room of like little stuffed animals he got me over Valentine's days. I'm not going to get her like a dozen roses and put that expectation on her future spouse. I think that's just setting the bar too high. I'm just kidding. (laughs) My dad sent me a dozen roses to school one time in like eighth or seventh grade for Valentine's Day. It was really sweet. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think for Valentine's Day... I mean, I don't know what we're doing. You know, we got to get a babysitter if we actually want to go out on that day. But um, I think I, I said I wanted to cook cook for you. Yeah, you did say that. Nice. Uh, you said you wanted Kabanara. to get all our favorite stuff. You wanted to cook all the things so I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Ooh. And and right here the on the dishes, podcast he, he has to live <laughs> up to that now. i know you said it here <laughs> and babysitters charge double on valentine's so <laughs> not bad um, ben will do it <laughs> If he's out of probation. Oh, yeah. Wait, I forgot. He's... Um, but, yeah, we also want to talk uh, about some more serious stuff um, within relationships, too. Uh, kind of another fun one to start with. How has your relationship changed now? Wait, first off, how long have you been married? 20 years, going on 21. Aww. Yeah. Nice. And Isabel and I have been married five years? Nice. Six years? Six years. <laughs> What? Yeah. It's a pandemic, though. So that no. I mean, that threw it yeah. all. Okay, you did. Yeah. We lost I got a confused. Year. I got, Two let, years. Give me a break. I know it's six years because I was thinking in my head. I know that we went for our fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on our a cruise, cruise, which we did on our honeymoon. And for our fifth, we uh, went to Acadia, Acadia National Park, uh, where our daughter was conceived. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I just blanked for a second. Uh, so yeah, how has your relationship changed from you know? dating years and those early years of marriage compared to what it looks like today i think i'll start i think we have way more responsibilities (laughs) like when we were first dating or even first married i feel like i was so much younger and i was so much like carefree and all i cared about was what are we doing tonight right like what's the next thing what are we gonna do and i don't think i had benefits or insurance or like i had a job but I don't know. It wasn't wasn't important to me at the time. You know, I feel like it was it was. And now it's like we're adults and <laughs> we have kids yeah. and we have bills and we you know, there's just a lot more on our plate. So I think 
it's just not as we have to really be intentional with our time and focusing on each other. Yeah, there's far more going on, but you really do. I think if if it's done well, you 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 fall more in love because you you really see like I see what a rock she is and how she can handle so many different things. And then I you know the biggest thing that I've learned in marriage that I've grown to really appreciate is the fact that how loved I am by her, and then how often I can make mistakes and not be at my best, and yet she still loves me, which makes me love her more. Um, so I in that I think a healthy marriage always points to God. It points to His love for us, and I'm like, wow, Vicky really loves mean I don't deserve it and yet God same far more it's just I think a good healthy marriage is good for our faith as well so how about you guys I mean I definitely agree with what you said like I feel like I love Ross more than Mm -hmm. I did um back when we were dating or first married and I don't mean like I didn't love him a lot then I just think it's like a deeper appreciation and a deeper love and it's a lot fuller and like we're just closer than we were then you know we're close friends now we laugh and and have fun Mm -hmm. yeah i'd say in like the dating time i was really kind of you're in that in fact infatuation infatuation sorry infatuation stage where like um i was just doing everything i could to like woo her yeah like doing all the cute little things i mean we have like a whole shoe box and you know tucked away of like sentimental stuff but also you can see stuff all around a house that was given while dating and mm-hmm. that stuff doesn't really happen anymore because it's like i got her locked down now i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> mission accomplished well, i don't do that stuff anymore but uh but really it's just like it's it's changed obviously from that sort of like kind of uh you know that that sort of stage into you know now we're six years married now uh we have six not five (laughs) and there's we have a new baby now that's seven months and so it's it's a whole lot different because it's really uh we've seen all the imperfections of each other where before you saw kind of like this person's perfect i can do nothing wrong but now you like are growing even more in love because it's not like romanticized, not infatuation. It's you're loving that person despite uh, their imperfections and how you have moments where you don't feel loved sometimes throughout the day, but you still love each other unconditionally. Yeah, I think I think you two are in such an interesting season where um, having a baby and an adorable baby at that, <laughs> right, is like that nat- naturally like the attention on each other kind of has to lessen, although I know you both are intentional about it, but it naturally lessens. So you have to be just more intentional than ever to always put each other first. Um, it's a constant battle, though, especially with kids. And especially, I would say, as a mother, and I'm not trying to discredit us as dads, you know, but there's the mother, I mean, it feels like they need the mother more. You guys have these instincts right away. So I feel like, I know you had, Vicky had to fight that, too, and she d- did it very well by giving me attention. Uh, and, and I felt just as loved, even with kids, and that's got to be hard so yeah i definitely think having the baby changes makes it harder because like like you said like so much like attention like there requires so much attention that you have to then like be like okay i gotta give attention to my husband as well yeah <laughs> even though i've just spent all day like giving attention and to my plans baby. we're still like oh yeah getting invited like we just got like invited to the super bowl party and we like thought about it for a second then we're like no that's exactly where and you know ellie goes to bed we can't right we your sleep, schedule you know yeah. and so we yeah. kind of have those moments where we think about plans yeah. too where it's like it's totally different where we can't just go out i mean like i got a new motorcycle back in the summer and like i had it for a couple months before even isabel got to ride 
on the back of it with me when my parents came down to visit. But like stuff like that, we used to do. We'd be like, let's just go out for a ride together on the motorcycle. And it's like it's a little bit different now where we have to carve out time. And that kind of le- leads us into like the next question we have on our list, kind of talking about love languages. And I'm sure if you're listening, it's very widely known for a few years, a couple of years. I don't know how long it's been out. Um, a while now, this whole thing about love languages, the book on it. And so there's a list of them. There's uh, different ways that you feel loved and different ways that you give uh, love, receive and giving love. And so there is quality time, there's physical touch, the words of affirmation, acts of service, and, and giving. And so first off, if you are like in a relationship, even if you're not, it's always good to you know figure out what your love language is. Um, but that's like something we we can take advantage of in our relationship um especially when we don't have as much time with each other and with all the responsibilities that we do have um it's so important to know each other's love languages and so i know that isabel's is quality time so she loves spending time with me and feels loved when i spend time with her however for me that time may not always be actually quality you know, for her, where it's like we just sit in front of the TV or something where she might want to go on an adventure. So I know I fail in that aspect, but with my side of it, because it's two sides, right? Like, I feel like I really try and battle because I'm selfish with things I want to do, play video games, work on projects, that sort of thing. What um, Even work, where it's like I'll be selfish with my stuff. And like in my head, I have to fight that. Like, no, I have to carve out this time like to spend with Isabel. But the downside is, is when it's time to go to bed or something like that, and like now I'm like, I'm free in my head. She's like, you're not coming to bed with me? And I'm like, you don't need me to go to sleep, right? <laughs> we just spent all this time. So it's like uh, when someone's love language is quality time, no matter how much time you spend with them, to them it might not, uh, never feels enough, even though it's like, man, I just get, gave all this time. But that's been important to know. Like I have to carve out what I want to do to not only help with responsibilities with the baby and Ellie, but to have Isabel feel loved. So Isabel's is quality of time. Quality of time. Quality of time. Qual- yeah, I can't even say that word. And then, <laughs> and then what's like what's Ross's your- is is physical touch, and um, I think the hardest thing with that is just like if we're on the couch together to remember to like. I don't know, rub his back or something right, or play right. with his hair. I love like, my I don't, back scratch. I know you he like your back scratch. I, don't, do that, I yeah. don't do it like instinctively. I have to like intentionally think, hey, he wants his back scratch. It's right. not just something that naturally comes to me. I'm just like sitting on the couch, you know, cuddled or like in my corner or something. You're not a natural back scratcher. I know, I'm not a natural back scratcher, but he wants his back scratch, you know? It's just something as simple <laughs> He like that. moves up and like yeah, towards you, does. shows you his back. And you're like, what <laughs> like, are you take doing? my hand and put it on his back. And I'm like, I don't want to scratch your back right now. Like, <laughs> I'm really bad at scratching backs. Just be really bad at it. I'm always like, oh, no, lazy. that's a great point. You're <laughs> not. Like, yeah. Very he's like, forget nonchalant. it. Never scratch my back again. <laughs> not a lot of effort. Yeah. It's but true. that's not your love language. So do you guys. No, it's not. I think ours have changed. So that's something too. Like the, it's like a quiz in the book I think you can take. And so over the years, like it can change. So it's good to like check in <laughs> on it. Um, because when we were first together, I think yours was, Rich's was acts of service. Because I remember he would clean the house or he would be doing stuff. And I, I that doesn't make me feel loved. Like I'm happy that the house is clean, but I... I'm like, whatever, you live here, <laughs> you know, like, Ouch. I wasn't like, oh, I love you. No, it's really sweet. But like, I'd quality time is mine. I'd rather hang out with him. And, um, but I feel like yours 
has changed. But you still love when I cook for you and all that. But I feel like yours is changed, right? Are you? Yeah, and I, I mean, I do. Time now. I love that we both. It's both quality time. Yeah, so that's we cool. really we value our time um, so much where we just ignore our kids now. And no, words of affirmation <laughs> though is one of yours. Yeah, I love. Yeah. yeah, I love when she encourages me. I mean, the reason I'm in ministry is because of Vicky. So you know, I love words of affirmation. So yeah, those because I hit rock bottom and you're like ah. I gotta go to the God. I gotta go to God and fix so this. Bold, fix bold this girl. Time, you said? <laughs> I would say now. I I mean, words of affirmation are close with me, but yeah, yeah I would I would say quality time, and that, that's why it's it's pretty easy when you have the same one. But I think, like Vicky said, I I do think it changes. It can change quite a bit in your life. So, and I would say like your kids as your kids grow up, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't know for sure, Sadie's maybe quality time, but Bennett is definitely like physical touch. Like he's very loving and very like, you yeah. know, yeah, he is. rub your shoulder, whatever. And he, like it's, but you feel loved when he does that. Like he, he'll hang out with you and it's cool. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's such his love language, yeah, right? It's, it's pretty obvious sometimes yes. for some people. I knew Ross's was physical touch um, because we went to his parents' house one time and he was like 20, 23 years old or something. And his mom was just on a chair and he just like crawled up into the couch and like cuddled with his mom. Was, like, it we're was... cutting this out of the podcast. <laughs> no, it was so cute though. He like so loved cute. her. He just wanted to miss his mom. He wanted to hug her. That's a huge attribute to find in a man. Yeah. Like somebody who's going to love Bennett because Bennett loves yes. his mom. And um, some, you know, someone's going to be very happy with that. So. Or annoyed, very annoyed. Stop touching me, okay? True. Well, it'll be weird when I'm holding hands on one side and the girls on the other side. <laughs> holding yeah, hands. might not work really well. <laughs> you can cut that out too. <laughs> I guess next question. We'll, we'll move on uh, now to get. I guess not negative, but you know, more so self-aware to our own ways in which we fail sometimes because. To be real, we are we are selfish people. Sometimes we choose self over each other. Um, what uh, what is one thing that you would want to work on in your marriage, or be better at, or know that you're self aware? Like, man, we need to do this better. Or yeah, yeah, I have a lot, so <laughs> I have a list. I th- I think the big one that I've been talking to Vicky a lot about lately is um. You know, being being at home when I'm at home, you know, and I, I think Ross will, you know, definitely understand this, but I think so will Isabel and Vicky because we're all part of ministry, whether, whether me and Ross are hired or because really all four of us were really hired. So it's really hard to be present at home, and I'm, I'm, some of the times I'm taking stuff with me at home, and I'm not—she could tell when I'm not really focused, I'm not really listening well. Um, yeah, and it happens too much. I, I, I have to, like— Somebody once told me that a husband said, I come home, I stay in the driveway for 15 minutes, decompress and kind of get right and then take off my work hat, so to speak, and go right in and then I'm in home mode, you know, parent mode, uh, um, husband mode. So uh, I'm trying to work harder at that. So I have others, but I'll just share one for today. Let's not beat it up too much, right? I think I, I, I feel like it's bringing worry to you you know if I'm thinking about things and I haven't seen you all day and there are things related to our family or whatever I think I should focus on you and how was your day and making your day better instead of like because <laughs> I end up doing that sometimes where I'm just like telling him all the stuff that was stressing me out and but I'm worrying about tomorrow's troubles or whatever instead of like having that moment together like we always in our couples group at church we talk about doing like that hug like a 10 second hug which seems really long but it's amazing because when you do it for a while Mm -hmm. it really makes you focus on that person and like 
your love and it's just it's a cool do it thing. every day i'm not Ten kidding second it's, it's so it's weird at so first good. but then it's so healthy yeah for all the couples listening first of all sign up for the invest couples group <laughs> secondly 10 second Here's hug your every valentine's day, day challenge <laughs> yeah it'll be awesome how about you guys um i mean i think mine goes back to love languages just because i know that his is not quality time and he really likes his alone time is to be a little bit I, and i've gotten better just like not needing him like constantly or like being being upset like if he takes his alone time or when he takes his alone time like knowing that he needs that and he acknowledging that he gives me quality time and that he needs his space too yeah, yeah that's good and yeah i think part <laughs> part of that too is i need to be better with the quality part of quality time um to be present like you said rich is is kind of hard um like after a long day of work and then even after being with with ellie and then putting her to bed to kind of like actually have a quality time not be on my phone um not always be venting to her about what i'm dealing with sort of thing like those are all appropriate times to to do to do that but not like all the time or something like that do but, you vent a lot about coworkers? oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh good me too how am i kidding yeah. um maybe you guys should just talk to each other but i'd say also what would i say at home when we kind of gave this answer i oh like like acts like doing things around the house being more responsible with helping out being aware that like she's with ellie all day and she does all the other chores in the house too but again in my head i'm like i come home i don't want to do any of that you know to, like but be more mindful of that like doing doing as simple as doing the dishes and i mean that has been something that's like just early on in our marriage where like going into it you just i had that i'm just assuming like that's her role and that is a wrong way to come in sort of thing kind of like the whole thing with hugging my mom and stuff like that being a mama's boy like mm -hmm. i expected mom to do all these things for me so i expected her to do the same sort of thing um even going into the marriage we knew that and talked about that but still kind of defaulted to that and i don't want it to be that um and so i know i like i gotta just do it and help out more and like and it's not even not even call it help out more because it's my our stuff it's not her me doing it for her yeah. just her or me it's for us it's our our house it's our life it's our marriage yeah. and stuff well the previous like we talk about this a lot the i would say the previous generation and there were some good marriages by the way i'm not insulting every marriage that, but there was the stereotypical like a lot of times and i'm going way um, maybe even the one before that but where a lot of the wives stayed home or the mother stayed home and the the, the guy was usually the husband was working longer hours, kind of with, the same with my parents. So they would work all these, the men would work all these hours, they'd come home and they would like, I'm done, I'm checked out because I worked such a long day and they would have no compassion for their wives who worked probably a lot harder because raising children is, it's the, I think, the hardest job in the world. To me, I was like way out of my wheelhouse. I'm like, this is, it's just a lot of unknown. You're just, it's a guessing game a lot with parenting. We're still guessing. When, <laughs> and everybody will know if we're right in 10 years, 15 years, see if their kids are out of prison. But all that stuff to, to say that, like, I don't think a lot, a lot of, in that generation, people, like men, did not understand what, how hard the women were working at home. And they think they can just shut off because I work 50 hours a week. Um, 
So I don't know. It's it's just it's really interesting. Like, and you guys just alluded to it. It's it's such a team effort. It's it's literally a hundred percent all the time. All in you. Like, what can you do to make your spouse, what her life easier, or the other way around? You're always trying like, let's just knock things out so we can have our quality time. So we can, you know, all that stuff. So it's it's constant. And it's like the art of communication. Like you have to be able to tell them when you're not getting what you need or you don't feel loved and they have to hear you and they have to, you know, you have to work together to change behavior sometimes. So I feel like that's really the key to marriage is talking about stuff and, you know, because communication is is huge. Like, but not, not only being able to communicate, but be able to be communicated to without reacting. Yeah, exactly. To be able to actually listen and, and, understand where they're coming from and not just immediately get defensive yeah so true. The, the couples are famous for like repeating themselves eight times like saying the same thing eight times because their spouse isn't listening yeah. but you think if you say it louder now they're going to listen they're still not listening mm-hmm. and they're still trying to make their point right. it's just a back they're and trying forth to win yeah <laughs> but you don't really win communication is listen is mo- mainly mm-hmm. listening so yeah. i know that you both are like heavily involved in marriage counseling with a lot of people in our church before they get married and I know, Rich, like you're the go-to wedding guy at our church, doing weddings all the time. Uh, so I guess like what is like the biggest thing um, you, you guys think is important to a marriage or key, which will kind of lead us into our next question, I'm assuming. Um, but like what is like your, your biggest focus like when you're counseling couples before being married and and such. Yeah, I'm glad you stressed that. It, we we do premarital. We do a, we do before marriage. I don't like doing marriage. Sorry. Counseling. Yeah, I said yeah, marriage. Yeah, you did. No, you said it right yeah. though. You you actually this premarital, yeah, and I say that because when marriage counseling is really hard because so much of the damage is done, and then they come to you. And they come, like what people are famous for going to a pastor when it's like it's all over and there's nothing a pastor can do. And some of them go to a pastor for permission to divorce, which a good pastor will never. Well, I mean, I don't want to get into the weeds of like abuse, abandonment, all that stuff. Anyway, but um, I think the biggest thing that I've seen, uh, the biggest piece of advice that um, I think we share quite often, at least uh, that I'm passionate about, is um, having those tough conversations and talking about literally everything and every small thing that bothers you. If you're not bringing it up, and, and it could be annoying if you're having three days of bringing up the same thing, but if you don't bring these things up, you you stew. You, you go alone and you stew in it. You get more mad, and then you're more angry, and then you yell at your spouse for not taking out the trash, and that had nothing to do with the fight. So you bring extra stuff because you won't confrontation is vital. Confrontation in life is vital. I see, you know, even in the church, like there's, people are so afraid to talk and then, mm-hmm. then they just, everybody stays mad at each other. But in a marriage, you have to talk about everything that's difficult. And as hard as it is, like, and Vicky knows this about me, she knows at night, I, I just want to shut off. But if I don't talk and I just like, yeah, we'll worry about it tomorrow. And sometimes we do, but we always address it right first thing in the morning. Um, everything has to be addressed. And as small as it is, you know, you can, again, keep piling it under the rug and that rug's going to be so big, you're going to be tripping over every morning. You know, it's just vital to talk about the hard things um, as much as you have to. So what will yours be? I, I was just going to say that when we always say, like, if God's first in your life and in your marriage, like you put God first, then your spouse is going to feel first. Like when I'm focused on God, I feel like I love him more and it's just better. It goes better. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something that especially too when people have kids, a lot of times yeah. and we've seen people in marriages like ignore their spouse because they're just all about the baby. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem, right? Eventually mm-hmm. that's going to catch up with them. They need to focus on each other, too. You have to make time. It's yes. hard, but you have to somehow make time so it's, it's god 
then spouse, then child, which yeah. is hard to tell everybody that. But then if you put, like, if you put God first, your spouse always feels first. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. does anyway. So it really works out well. How would you say you guys grow spiritually together? Um, and I know everyone does it in their own way. Do you want us to answer this one first? Yeah, you guys go yeah, first. Yeah, I think we're going back Because whatever forth. you say, I'm going to just double it and make yeah. sure, I don't, even if I have to lie. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we talked a little bit of light, uh, about this, and I know, Rich, we talked about this in, in the office, even before this podcast, kind of like the idea how I felt like um, when it comes to growing your spirituality, you have to find a way that works like specifically to you because it's different for everybody. We feel like that golden answer would be like, what I heard a lot growing up is like couples who pray together stay together sort of thing. And I f- I'd obviously feel guilty because I don't mean as well never pray together, you know, hold hands, you know, maybe occasionally before we eat a meal and stuff. And it probably is a good practice to have and probably definitely true couples who pray together stay together. But realistically, not all people um, really want, you know, do that. You know, and so I feel like we, in our own way, like even with church, um, right now we don't go to church together because we're in ministry and we have other responsibilities, but also uh, baby, perfect nap time is during church, that sort of thing. So it's like this weird, we're in that weird stage with that. And so we have kind of like our own way. I mean, not only um, when we get to serve together, when we both serve in, you know, living proof with the, the students, but also we have a lot of conversations about spirituality, a lot of conversations about God, about scripture, um, not necessarily like always what we're learning, but just kind of like what, uh, just questions that we have or issues that are going on in the world today, ministry as well, uh, but good stuff within ministry too. Um, we just talk, we just having, our conversations are about spirituality a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think our conversation is what has really helped me grow a lot in my faith um over the past few years it was one of the things when we were dating that i used to tell other people about be like man this guy is like challenging me to really make my faith my own because he's asking me questions and we're talking about you know spirituality and faith and theology and we were just you know going back and forth discussing these these topics and it really like grew me and helped me to understand my faith better. And we still have conversations like that where we'll just talk for, you know, an hour, hour and a half, just about some topic that came on our mind that day. It's That's really, awesome. it's really That's nice. Cool. Awesome. We read six hours of the Bible a day <laughs> together. So. And we, we always actually go wrote li- part of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the couple chapter. It's about the couples. <laughs> it's a hidden chapter. No, we do. Um, and, and I agree with you, with you, Ross, because like, I think there is a perception where, you know, the Christians want to say the perfect thing. And, you know, we study the Bible for an hour. We pray together on our knees for an hour and all that. But we go in the seasons. We we are, are we always try to do um, you version plans of like, especially when we're in our invest couples group season, mm-hmm. we try to do more marriage um, uh, plans to read together um, on, again on you version. Then. Um, we pray together probably like once a week, and we we know we should do it more often. I mean, we do the meal. Um, yeah, we try we to do that. Pray yeah, but um, you know, but I, at night we used to pray together. We don't do that. Anymore. Yeah, we don't do it as much as we should, and we know we know we should, and um, so so that we neglect a little bit. I think the the biggest I, I like what you guys said about you know you guys do the student that shared spiritual experiences, serving kids and being with kids, and that's awesome. And because serving together that our you know our couples group is something we're very passionate about. We've been doing it for so long, and it helps us so much because we're learning because we're you know you have to get ready for your group so you have to really study some things and understand what you're talking about um so that and then um i like what you guys said we we try to have conversations like if god 
has been showing me something. I try to share it with her, and she shares some of your Bible plans you're reading on your own. We do a lot on our own, but then we're we reading the same book right now, right? But not at the same time. You know, I'm reading a little yeah. bit, and then we talk about it, and he reads a little bit. So that's cool. We haven't mm-hmm. done that in a while. We, I wasn't, I didn't have faith when we first met, so it's really cool the journey because I we used to read the Bible together, and like I grew so much, obviously, because I didn't. I was like, well, how do you know this is true? Oh my goodness, <laughs> you know. And then it, so it's like just amazing where we're at now, and it's just deeper and deeper, and. You know, I we we really focus on, you know, trying to do plans and then trying to do plans with our kids and all of mm. that. So it's it's just it's awesome, and there's always more you could do, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't think we really need Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should, you know, do do this with our wives every week instead. <laughs> These two are great, so let's keep them. They all, they want looking. a lot of money. Yeah, they're better looking, yeah. but they want they require a higher pay. We're paying them a lot of money. <laughs> we need, we want diamond heart necklaces and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and teddy bears <laughs> every week. All right. Well, um, we hope that you have an amazing Valentine's Day slash Shingles Awareness Day. Don't let Valentine stress you out. You can have a Galentine. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this genuine podcast. Um, Hopefully, Ben doesn't go to jail. We'll have to check in on him a little bit. Yeah, pray uh, for that, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but this has been Genuine. My name's Ross. Um, my name's Isabel. Um, I'm, I, we went out of ah! order. Do that again, Ross. Okay, my he name is, pointed to me. My name is, <laughs> I didn't see that. I was behind this microphone. I'm Isabel's wife, Ross. Wait, what? I mean, I'm <laughs> Isabel's husband. I'm Ross. I'm Ross. <laughs> I'm Isabel. I'm Vicky. And I'm Rich. And this has been Genuine.